Welcome back to Get With The Programming. I'm Chase Singer. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. And it's a fantastic Friday. It is fantastic Friday. Friday show. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot about that. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Yes, first. Asymmetric ears. That's an interesting... (laughs) Soccer mom, hello. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Impromptu Friday show. There's a lot going on in the CrossFit space, especially if you guys have been paying attention to the news lately. (laughs) Yes, Laura, thank you. Thank you for that. Ha. A lot of things going on in the CrossFit Games space just announced, I believe it was Tuesday? Yeah, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. Was it Tuesday? Yeah. It's like whirlwind of, of a, we were just talking about, I was like, gosh, our, everything is going on. But the competition season, known as the CrossFit Games season, and the final grand finale, all roads leading towards the CrossFit Games, is now branching into separate roads, not necessarily separate seasons, but separate hosts for the finales for the Adaptive, the Teen Division, the Masters Division, and the Indie and Teen Division, which we knew the announcement was Fort Worth is the new location of the CrossFit Games in 2024. And that'll just be individual and team. We now know that Masters, Teens, and Adaptive will all be hosted by three different entities. Wheelwad for the Adaptive, Pit Teen Throwdown for the Teenagers, and Legends Championships for the Masters. Yeah, and I think that um, first and foremost, I have to say congrats to those three groups. Um, with the reason being that they almost kind of single-handedly took on the idea of, hey, CrossFit, if you're not going to make it so that these divisions have something special to them, we're going to do something for them. And they really worked really hard to develop their platform and, and, and their stage and, you know, with their competition and trying to put together their, uh, their foundation work their infrastructure to be able to handle something like that. Um, so I'm glad that they are doing it because they obviously care. Um, I'm, but I'm very nervous for them. Ooh, I'm very nervous for them. Them as in the events Th- or CrossFit? Them as in the events. Well, okay. uh, honestly, and for CrossFit, Got um, it. my, my thought, what your, what was your, your first instinct when you first heard it, we were like, well, yeah, of course that was going to happen. Or, and I was like, great, that's how it should be. Or what was your, was it kind of like a, well, all right, here we go. What was the first thing you thought? Uh, y- yes, of course that was going to happen. Was my yeah. initial thought. Followed by, hold on to your butts. <laughs> yeah. my, my first thing was, okay, I'm surprised that they announced it. Okay. And, and then it was, and then it was like, uh, I instantly got sanctionals vibes. Ooh, okay. okay. And that makes that makes me nervous because what I don't mm. if if they're gonna have these other entities take it, mm-hmm. what I'm hoping is that they don't. They, I think that it really there's a lot of things that need to be that need to be ironed out. I think it's great that they said that they're gonna do it. I think that like on the initial, just like when they announced sanctionals, it sounded great on the initial. But like that's like the very surface level. There's a lot of things underneath that need to be set up for that. And, I, and I've been watching some of the, you know, the questions that people are having and the concerns that people are having and the, the curiosities that people are having. And one of them, even for myself, is I understand the idea of giving that, letting them have their event, their big event. But it seems that if you have these on different tracks, like, I mean, here we are, we already have seen, you know, what the schedule was for these events coming into next year. Cause they just, they already had their, their event just, you know, over the last uh, month or two months between the two, um, actually between the three. And it's like, okay, did, did they know about that ahead of time? Because it takes for those, for those, for those companies to put on a great show, it takes them all year to do that. Right. And it isn't just like slap CrossFit on and all of a sudden it's better. I mean, like, because I think it's it's different now. They want to make sure that 
um, that they're doing their due diligence, not that we have a great competition for us, but now, now the onus is you're show you're, you are now saying who is the fittest in this age division, who is the fittest in the teen division, who is the fittest on the planet in these, uh, adaptive divisions. It's like, there's, you can't just make up your own events anymore. Okay. Yeah. It's got to fall in line with the open. It's got to fall in line with the quarterfinals and the semifinals. Like there's a lot more to it than just, okay, legends did great. And another thing, you guys go ahead and take it. See ya. And I'm nervous about that. Yes. There's also a lot. On, we don't know. hundred percent. Because no, that's what I is, mean. it, is it, it's a lot of questions. So my, I would say my biggest concern would be, exactly what you're framing out is what it could be. Yeah. It's the games are like, all right, guys, you take this and we got you. Good luck. Pat on the back. CrossFit supports four separate, basically four separate competition tracks, not even united by like the open. Or is it going to be, Four different final destinations, all stemming from the same origin spot. So, for example, is it the Legends Championship? Are they the event directors of the finale of the CrossFit Games season? Not, are they developing their own qualification track process and journey to that spot? Like, is it everybody starts in the open? moves to quarterfinals, goes to semifinals, and then they go to these different locations, just like semifinals would be, right? We have different semifinal directors, host locations, people running the show, right? North America West is now just called, for example, say there's seven different semifinals, yeah, right? South America did the same events, weren't exactly 100% ran and backed by CrossFit, but they were doing all the same programming. Same standards, same weights, same workout, same leaderboard. Is that the track we're going down? I, for me personally. Honestly, it, which one would you prefer? I, I think that they should do, they should do the games. The open, the quarterfinals, the semi should all fall in line because we are a community. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's one of the, that was one of the greatest things about, the CrossFit competition, tra- all of the tracks, right. was everybody started together. Right. And you weed it out from there. Now, everyone should do that exact same one. Now, granted, at the games, I mean, I went to the games in the Masters. Dave didn't program the Masters events. Right. Maybe he did in the very, very beginning, like, you know, the, the 20, 2010, 2011, 2013, maybe. Uh, but I know that, like, they had Pat Sherwood in there. Um, they had Dave Eubanks in there. They had some other characters that were – developing those programs at the games, but everyone did all the other stuff all the way through. So, you know, we've talked about this all this last season where there needs to be a thread of uh, a a direction from the open, the broadest sense as we filter down to our top athletes in the world. And, you know, whether you're talking the individual or you're talking the masters of the teams or whatever, it should be the same the same idea. Now, once you get to the games, wherever the location is that the legends are going to do, the pit team or whatever's going to do it, then they develop their finale, like you were talking about, for the games. But everyone else should be running all the way through. And I think that the the team from those individual companies basically now need to be included in mm-hmm. to the uh, the programming team with Boz and with Dave on the open quarterfinal semi so that they can see that thread being run through and then develop their finals based on those things. I think it would be a waste of time if it's a, if it's again, it's programmed out in a vacuum all by itself when you have already vetted certain elements that don't need to be revetted again. Okay. That's what I think. So without knowing exactly how the whole season is going to shake out, we just know that these four, these three entities, Wheelwad, Pitine and Legends will be the hosts of the championship at the end. We're not sure what involvement they may or may not have in the process of getting there. Your fear is that, 
hey, the Open this year is just going to be for the individuals and teams because the games are basically like handling that finale. And then there's going to be a different qualification basically process for the Masters and different one for the teens and different one for the adapted. That's your big fear. Yeah, I hope that that's not the case. Well, for a couple of different reasons. One, community-wise, that's the first thing. Because how many times... I mean, that'll fracture of, everything. Let's just be honest. Like, if that's the path we're going to go down... The the largest group that entered the Open last year was the Masters. Mm-hmm. The largest group. So if you now make them pay for the Open, if that's even a thing, all that money goes that way. And what right. goes over to the other to the other element? Like if 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 legends if if CrossFit is saying legends go ahead and develop your entire track from open on, mm-hmm. then none of that money should be going to CrossFit. It should all be going to legends for their respective age divisions. You know what I mean? Ba- yep. Basically, that's why I think it should all go all the way through. Okay. And as you are going, because that way the the monies are going to the right places. The monies are going to where they need to go. Um, which I think would be better. But like what worries me is so like I think Legends this year, I think the next one is in December, isn't it? Their final for, is that I think they're doing team signups right now. They already had their qualifier. Yeah. And I think it was only an in I think it was only an online qualifier this year. Yeah. Maybe one in person. Whereas I mean they've tried a few things over the years. I mean, I've hosted two of their in person right. qualifiers. Right. So, but I mean, but here's the, here's the other thing. I mean, they could do it to where they keep legends Mm -hmm. as it is, but then they utilize the infrastructure with the people and whatever. So now instead of having their qualifier, the legends, and that's their big show, they have the qualifier, the legends, and then it's like, okay, we get the games now too. So they, they're adding another event to it. They don't have to worry about the open. They don't have to worry about putting all that stuff together. Yeah. They just know that they have to put on that finale. Whatever mm-hmm. that's going to look like, which is basically another Legends final, I would say. Okay. That that sort of that they 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 have the infrastructure for that. The other thing that's nice about that is it. You know, one of the complaints was how many athletes, and this is one of the things that Dave said that I think was in, was, was great. Um, yeah, Allegra, I think you're right. I think it was uh, in December, like. Oh, isn't it in Tempe? Year. Yeah, today is you. They're going to do. Oh. Yeah, Arizona State, which is cool. Just I cool. mean, unless you went to U U of A, then it's not cool. Well, you know, yeah. Yeah. it's it's cool that it's at <laughs> I'll say that it should be a great. It should make for a great after party that no one's going to stay up for. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah, run that the, strip a couple times. It'll be an times. after party that starts at four p.m. Back in my younger years. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, if they if they do it that way, like what Dave was talking about, being able to expand the sport, then it's like okay, cool. Now, you know, there was a lot of complaints about the ten people at the games. I understand why, mm-hmm. but I mean, if you have the ability to have a, a handful of people, and one of the things was before it was trying to figure out heats and, and all that other stuff. I mean, if you can put all 20 out there, it definitely allows for a lot more athletes to come and play. You're going to get more fans because of the families that are coming with those athletes. Right. And then it doesn't, I mean, if you have a 20 lane field, then you can put them all out there and it's really not hurting you know, time-wise, whatever you got to do. Um, I, again, I like the fact that they will be showcased. I, I, selfishly, one of the, I think, the best thing about being at the games as a Masters is you get to line up against the big names in the sport just to see them. You get to see the big names. You're in the warm-up area. Okay. On that crossover day that they used to have, like on that Thursday. Uh-huh. Um, you would get to see those. You, I mean, a lot of, the, a lot of like those younger athletes they were talking to the masters athletes and be like, Oh, that's cool that these guys do. So I like that mix. I really, mm. I like that, but I also want what's best for the sport. And I don't want it to be that they have that complete waste of time broadcast that they did the sort of attempt, or whatever it was, <laughs> right, that yeah. it was, you know I mean? And like that was very painful. Um, well, as a spectator to watch, obviously, but just as a, I mean, me and you, dude, we are to the core CrossFit. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching it just thinking, like, I'm going to have to deal with this now. I'm going to have to deal with trying to explain. Answer these questions. Hey, but these are the things and these are the reasons and blah, 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 all that kind of crap. And I I didn't want to have to do that. I don't like having to do that. So um, You're not saying they should have used um, this version of broadcasting that is currently happening at the Crash Crucible? And yes, the Savant I, podcast. <laughs> I know. And, and I would say that this was kind of, you know, 
spawned by a I don't know an off the fly thing that you did, you yeah. know, which was a nice. which was a spawn Throwing something together, yeah, which was know? a spawn <laughs> off the fly thing that they did. <laughs> um, I like, but I mean, it's like you have to have something, right? Now, this is the other thing that worries me is I, I in as as a, someone that's involved, someone that's a you know a, a, a name, especially in the master side, someone that's on been on the broadcast side and knows what that is. What now is going to happen with the broadcast? We know how expensive expensive broadcast is. We know how difficult it can be, especially if it's like, hey, we're trying to do something, and everyone's like, yeah, but that's shitty because I can't see. I mean, everyone's going to complain all the oh, time. Oh, anyway. yeah, yeah. Um, everyone should have their own lane video that they can right. watch. And like, <laughs> right, okay. totally. I should be able to toggle back between any lane I want. And Yeah, um, yeah exactly. But I should like, be able to control that, the cameras. I'm like, all right. right. <laughs> I... I, I <laughs> I hope that CrossFit just doesn't do the, okay, you know, you pay us. I oh, hope there's nothing yeah. like the sanctions. You pay us. That you're system do was that, so And flawed. we're not going to broadcast whatever. Yeah. I hope that they, I hope that they, okay, like, hey, you don't need to worry about the logistics. You don't need to worry about the, the coverage you don't, or the, um, uh, the infrastructure. You don't have to worry about any of that. We're going to slap our name on it, but we're going to help you out because we want it to succeed. Yeah. I want it to succeed and the way it will succeed is they have to, ha they will have to have a broadcast on it. They have to, they, have they can't do this and not have a broadcast. Like, I don't want to no. tell them what they should do, but I will. You, <laughs> <laughs> you work for them. I don't, <laughs> I'll say it. You have to have a broadcast. You, you, have, gotta, to you, have, got, yeah. you have to, you, you gotta have something. You can't cut them out of the, out of the main state. I mean, they were never on like main stage. They shared the same area. Yeah. And not have a broadcast. Yes, that's true. Okay, so we've gone through fears, right? Yeah. Let's talk the potential positives here. I think there's a lot of positives. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look at what Legends has done. Look at how many athletes now, like, the, uh, there are a lot of, of uh, Masters-level athletes, Masters-aged athletes, that... You know, they're like, okay, I, I, I'm not going to be able to pull the top 10 in the world for the games, but I can definitely go for the legends. Right. Like, I think, I think that those, like, um, uh, legends and then the uh, Masters Collective, those two especially, have even, I mean, honestly, have, have moved past, you know, what Wadapalooza is as far as, like, wanting people to go. The Masters, are, the, masters the age group levels are saying, this is our competition. Mm. And they really like that. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they, I, yeah, yeah. they get that, to own it. important to them. They get to be the, they get to be the headline show. Mm -hmm. And that. every single master's athlete, age group athlete that I've talked to likes that. That like makes that. them feel important. So that's a huge positive. As long as that stuff gets bumped out. Now, granted in, in house, everyone will be stoked, mm -hmm. but for that level, for that to grow and really make that a, a, a true CrossFit Games final for the Masters, you have to pump it out just like you pump out all the other, just like you pump out the Open, just like you're going to pump out the teams. You have to have that sort of uh, spotlight on them, I think. I think it's important. And I, it I think that's why they're doing it. I hope so. Right? Like, I mean, other than not wanting to do it, like, they want to basically separate it to get a bigger spotlight on it versus trying to share it with all the things that are happening at the CrossFit Games as it stands now. And the things that I am excited about is the potential here for the next five years and what it could be. And once we solidify, right? It's like, hey, another shakeup in the game season and the structure and all that. I get it. But... The taking 10 of each age division is not the way to grow no. the, the master's division or the teenage division at the CrossFit Games. That is not how you do it. And that's not how you get more people to sign up to try to do these things. Right. So the potential here is like, okay, now the masters has their own finale and track and final destination. You know what? We can take 20. Yeah. Or 30, more than 10 for sure. And so if we're getting 
my, my hope is that they, as you said, is like it, CrossFit facilitates the qualification process. And with that process, you know, whatever rev share or revenue support or structural support framework broadcast that comes from that, well, forgetting, I think I did the numbers and it's like, there's almost 100,000 people that sign up for the Open that are between the age of 35 and 44. Yeah. It's a third. Yeah. Or just under. Right. Now, those, that numbers decrease as the divisions get, but uh, nearly a third of the people who sign up for the Open are between the age of 35 and 44, between men and women combined. Yep. That's with 10 qualifying spots and a lackluster coverage at the CrossFit Games and whatever else comes with that. Now, if you triple that in that demographic, you're going to get more. How could you not? Well, and we've, we talked about this when we were doing some of the, uh, the analyzing of the programs for the quarterfinals and the semis, and we talked about how important like the semis was because you only had, what was it, 30 and then from that 30, you had to right. be 10. Right, they qualified so now, 30 to the semifinals. I'm like, that's stupid. Because now you can jump. It's an online qualifier. Right. It's, I mean, like, so, okay, you do your 10% to go from open to quarterfinals. You can have a much larger number in the quarterfinals for that online qualification to go to semis. You could have 50 in the semis because it's an online qualifier. Right, right. They all pay for that. There's more money to get that. So now you have your 20 to go to the games as it used to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, that right there is going to up some of the money that you have coming in because look at all those divisions that you have. Now, granted, you know, when you're talking hundreds of thousands versus hundreds, right. I mean, it, it, that's, yeah, yeah, but right. it's better than not having any, Sure. you know, and depending what they're going to do, I mean, it, it would be nice to see, I mean, hopefully, you know, you have some of the, you know, the, I, like I know, Bob and the guys at it, Legends and, and the, um, the sponsorships that they have, they've gotten better every single year. Yep. With it being that now they are the, fi the finale for the games, they are the CrossFit games at the, for that, that age group. I mean, ideally, these other sponsors stay on. Those big sponsors that the games have mm -hmm. are also going to move over and be it be a big sponsor for these as well so that there are other financial streams that could come into those events to help boost what they have. Mm -hmm. Or it could also open up other sponsorship opportunities for other brands. Because totally. sometimes there's partners in the space that have like exclusivity deals. Yeah. And so they can't bring in maybe, you know, you have a tier one sponsor come in and they're going to eliminate five tier two sponsors that right. are similar that don't care if another one of those people is there. Like, like that could be a, a positive potential. Yeah. Um, and to one of these, to this comment here, uh, with, and this isn't a comment about hip and steel or what he did, but it is a, it's a matter of if you do increase the number of people that need, that will be qualifying through CrossFit has to make sure whether it's CrossFit or if CrossFit brings in, I mean, maybe maybe they, what they decide to do is they decide to bring the team from Legends and say, like, okay, you guys will be judging the Masters athletes so that we don't have to deal with that anymore. So we oh, can yeah. pay attention yeah, yeah. to the other one. So you have that way you have to have the infrastructure and the number of, of judges to, to, it, to go and look through all those other videos to make sure everyone's doing what they need to be doing. Mm -hmm. You know, um, now – the hard part of that, I think, is that CrossFit's going to have to open up to some people that aren't within the, you know, behind the iron curtain kind of thing when you don't have the dominus omnis of knowing all the things all the time to be able to do what you need to do. Right. Um, and that, we'll see if that can change or not, mm -hmm. you know, based on what it is. I think these other, I think these other uh, organizations, they have done pretty well at keeping their own hands close and understanding what that means. Um, so I think that it wouldn't yeah. be a problem, but I mean, you know how it is, even like with us, we'd be broadcasting stuff and it's like, can I get the information? Like, you know me, <laughs> yeah. man. Like I've been with you for decades right. now. Like, come on. It's like, so, we'll tell it to you the Tuesday before the game. So I'm like, I've been doing this for 12 right? years. <laughs> I need a little bit more right. time to get the info, but I think that's, what's important is, um, 
you know, you, you as you start peeling the 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 onion back, it's like, okay, well, how are you going to do this? Okay, but how's this going to happen? But how's this going to happen? And I hope, because we haven't seen it work out this way, at least over the last handful of years, that whenever that is the case, surface level looks good, and then there is a lot of pitfalls that just kind of get tripped over. Yeah. Um. Not saying that the can't won't be able to do it. Mm -hmm. I just hope that they are really thorough as looking through all of those. Yeah. You know, different possibilities. I mean, you look at the three things that are taking over. All of them have been wildly successful on their own with right. no association with CrossFit whatsoever. Like Wheelwad basically created adaptive competition in CrossFit. Yeah. Out of necessity because yeah. it wasn't something that was provided back in 2011 right. when the Open started. And then the teen division spawned. Was that Stephanie that did that? Did she? Was it, or was it Kevin? Uh, both. Stephanie was a, a big part she of was, it. Kevin was a big part of it. And then yeah, yeah. Um, the the other person that's part of Wheelwatch, Saud or Sa God, I don't know. Saudi? I think it's Saudi. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Saud's which, Dubai. Which? Sa uh, dude, Saudi. Like, like we since are. Since 2011, they've been doing this. We are this so thing. lucky that we got to see the birth of that at Wadapalooza. We talk, I talked to Kevin today uh, yeah. on the Cross the Games podcast about it. Yeah. And they basically had 10 people with 10 different, you know, adaptions. Yeah. Uh, I'm losing the word right now, but it was awesome. And like, those are now like their own divisions. <laughs> they had 10 different people all doing the same thing. And God forbid they had to like score any of that. Right. Um, it was more <laughs> of an exhibition that year. But I was talking to Kevin and is that when the CrossFit Games decided to add the adaptive division to the CrossFit Games season to be inclusive with that community, they ended up only having eight different divisions, three of which got to make the trip to Madison. Five were done. Yeah. They, they were either done in quarterfinals or last year they were done after the open. Yeah. They got three weeks, one, three workouts. Now Wheelwatt takes over and they're nearly doubling the divisions that they're going to be able to offer. They're going from eight to 15. Yeah. Like it's already better for for that demographic. The teens, I mean, they're going from I think I think the teen pit teen throwdown has as young as 13 and maybe as old as 22 because they have a new collegiate division with that. That's right. Yeah. And the way they can expand on that, it's already a huge event. They had their own broadcast this year. It actually is one of the better broadcasts I've seen that has happened in the off season with right. what they had available to them. Um, when it came to that, Madrid was also uh, pretty good as well. But, okay, now you're crowning the fittest teen on earth, right? The, the, most of the people they probably pull from in the off season is more local. Totally. Now yeah. you open it up to the whole world. Now you have yeah. some clout. Not that you didn't have any clout earlier because you're really the, the only main teen competition there was. Yeah. But now you have that. And then with the, the Legends, I mean, they've been doing so much. And you were part of their broadcast when they were in San Diego. Yeah. I've qualified for that event in the past. Yeah. I've hosted their qualifiers in the past. Like Bob and Joe, what they've been doing. And the same thing for uh, Masters Fitness Collective, like what, what they've done. I think MFC just had their final like a week or two ago. Yep. Sitting on the cup is full guy. And my wife gives me shit for this all the time. It's like, I'm usually wildly positive about any situation. Done right will be the preface. I think this could be huge, <laughs> huge and better for all these divisions than what is currently taking place for them. And while that happens, makes everything better on CrossFit side, on how they manage events and what they do for the individuals and teams at the CrossFit Games too. Yeah, and... And to Jenny's point here, I was one of those Masters athletes that was at the games. I like the fact of being, I already said, I like being right next to those guys. I like being able to have them see us and us see them. I like feeling like, I mean, it got to the point, like, you know, 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, where the Masters, even even the, even the last, you know, not the broadcast-wise, but when you're there, you're in the big stadium, you're in the big arenas, you're, you you know, you walk out with the the ceremony of athletes and you're there with all the names. Like, that is very cool. However, 
I do think that, you know, watching the legends, watching um, what they've done, watching the support that the masters give because, and this is the craziest thing, but they are the most appreciative group mm. out there. You never hear the games athletes saying, Hey man, thanks for putting this on. This is so great. This is so great. I'm, yeah. you know, this is amazing. All the masters, the Jason grubs, the four time yeah. champs. They're like, man, this is so great that you guys put this on. And it's, it's been so great to be out here with everyone. Like you see that, uh, that um, appreciation, that gratitude for that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it will be a decline. I think that what we'll see is an opportunity for more masters to compete again with the hashtag of if it's done correctly, if it's done appropriately, if they, and I, and I really like that we have, and we've talked about this even with like, you know, whoever's programming for the teams, you want someone that's programming for the, the team division and the individual that like, team is their life yeah it is so important because like they live and breathe it they see it they know what it's supposed to look like the same way that dave and boz when they're programmed for the individuals they know exactly what they're looking for yep. not just like well we got to put three people on this one well <laughs> yeah. okay just throw some people all right we'll just bring the weights down a little bit for the masters because of whatever we'll cut the we'll cut the movements down whatever it's not like that it does it shouldn't be like that it should be people that really that age group that uh demographic whatever it is that is their deal and their heart and soul and they're gonna they're gonna put the best product because they it, it means something to them right it's not a sideshow yeah it means something to them so i think that because of that it will really bump it up i just like i said i hope that crossfit really over supports i think they will these these um organizations i really do uh, this question came up uh Realistically, how far do you think the age divisions should extend? People are staying fitter longer. <laughs> so um. <laughs> this goes to my point about the positive side of the potential here. Because we're, yeah. we're, we're just speaking potential, assumptions, opinions. Like this is all, at the end of the day... No, we're, just, we're shooting from the hip we're right just now. shooting the like, shit right now on a Friday. Totally, but totally. you talked about the... Uh, we spoke about... The adaptive division nearly doubling its divisions. And everyone who qualifies there will compete in person in that wheel wad event. We went from three competing in person out of eight divisions only given to them to 15 and all. Yeah. How is that a step in the wrong direction? Right. With no coverage, by the way, last year. Let's look at where the where let's look at where the age group division has been going in the last two or three years. Downhill, we've taken it from 20 in each division down to 10. eliminating it one year, down to 10, down to no coverage. Like, what, what direction do you think we're getting away from at the moment? Yeah. For those that have an issue here. I think you have this qualification process. It's all run and supported by CrossFit under one big umbrella, and then they help with, um, you know, financials, back-end structure, as you said earlier as our hopes of what it's going to happen. And then you show up to this competition that's for masters only to highlight the masters only. You get to expand the number of people in each division. And to this question here is you get to expand the divisions themselves. Yeah. Right now it's 65 plus. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of 65 plus people that are now getting into their seventies that are still qualifying for the 65 plus, but time is undefeated. And so when is it time? They have the opportunity now to do those things. Yeah. And the way, this, the way we hope this goes, because this is the methodology of CrossFit and the definition of health, is that as the seasons go on, the divisions will expand because we're all getting older, but we're still, getting, we're still staying fit. And so we're going to add a 70-plus division. We used to not have a 65-plus. It used to be only 60 or 55-plus. Yeah. And I, we're going to have a 70, like these things will just evolve naturally. And when these events have the opportunity to run them, right. Instead of the more divisions you add at the CrossFit games, you, you, the timeline is totally uh, trashed. It's yeah. You can't, it is there is the no time. Thing. Right. right. So you're going to say is like, okay, we have eight divisions in adaptive and say 16 divisions. I think that's right. No, nine divisions, maybe in masters, uh, 14 to 65 plus. Okay, well, now we want to add a 
13 division. I was like, okay, well, there's another hour of time on the timeline because you added one division, men and or boys and girls. And now yeah. you want a 70 plus. Okay. Now you want a double division. Like it's not possible. Yeah. So if we want to grow the sport for everyone, this is seems like the only logical path to take. And hopefully it's all done I, better. <laughs> better. <laughs> yes. Better um, to get better to get better. Mistakes. I mean, look at everybody's, I think, like nostalgia. They, they, they forget all the mistakes we have made over the last 17 years of the CrossFit game season to get to anywhere we've gotten. Yeah. All of them. We went from the wild west of regionals back in like 2009, 2010 to the open to se- or it was sectionals and then the open came and then like people forget when the open first came around in 2011, it was RX oh. or get the fuck out. That was your only choice. <laughs> I remember all that. And I'm like, I, and I, there were a lot of people that were like, how are you supposed to do online? Everyone's going to cheat. Right. Have you not seen the dot com comments? Of course, everyone's going to cheat because I know I've seen that name on there and I beat that name all the time. There's no way they're beating me. I mean, that it, people were pissed at the open. Yeah. Um, I, I think that I think that it's good. I, I hope. What do you think about the timeline? Like if. if Ooh, there's like, a good I, question. I, I, I know that they said I know they have like the legends is in December. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think. Like, okay, do you make it to where you put it all in August? Like one weekend it's the game the the open, the next mm-hmm. weekend it's the the legends, the next weekend it's the teens, the next weekend it's the adaptive. Do you run it like if like if you think like the like the Olympics kind of does that? Yeah. March Madness. Yeah. So they have that kind of that bounce, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I hope that it is relative, relatively close. It doesn't have to be right on the same time. But, I mean, I hope it's relatively close so that the yep. buildup is the same for everybody. Everyone's doing the Open. Of course, and this is my, my thing that I want. Uh, everyone do the Open. Everyone yeah. do their quarters. Everyone do their semis and build into that. And then, you know, the coverage, the pumping up about the individual athletes, the pumping up about the masters athletes coming from CrossFit coming from, and I hope it comes from CrossFit. Yeah. I mean, you have the legends team, but they can filter all this stuff in, but it's coming from CrossFit. CrossFit is saying all this stuff, you know, putting all the, the social media stuff out there. And then every, then we have our, man, can you imagine that a CrossFit games month? I'm here for that, dude. That would be so good. So good. Like, I posed this question to, I was on a death buy with Talking Elite Fitness. And I posed this question, and it was like, should these take place before the CrossFit Games or after the CrossFit Games? And it was actually interesting to hear Matt O'Keefe and Justin Kotler talk about, their their answers were after, like spread it out. And I was very surprised by that. Because in my opinion... It should be before. Right. Because if the CrossFit Games is our biggest stage to talk about CrossFit, and if we want to highlight the performance of these people, then it should be before so that now we, we follow, we package, we take all the, like this whole adaptive competition. We pulled out stories and everything. Who yeah. finished? Who won? And then we have the teens. And then we have the masters. And it's just leading into the CrossFit Games. And then we're at the CrossFit Games. Instead of having segments of like daily recaps of what happened, especially if we're on ESPN, here's a, here's a 10-minute segment of some masters athlete that just had this wild life-changing story or adaptive athlete that like thousands of people around the world need to see and hear and understand or, or te- like take these amazing stories and have that a part of an ESPN broadcast or a coverage or a documentary. Dude, like the, tell the, our stories while we have the biggest platform to tell our stories on. The games is the bookend. Right. Not like the, the team division. That's yeah. not the end of it. Like the end of the season should be the absolute high pinnacle of our sport. Right. Which is the games. 
I, 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 and that's not, that is not by me saying that that's not taking any or putting any shade on any other division, but we want to build up to that. And I think that you're right. You could do a lot of really great things and put a lot of really cool things together because the game, and it, you know, I thought it was great when Dave was on Sevon's podcast and they were, he was talking about how, you know, the foundation for the games, yes, it's the athletes, it's the race, it's all that, but the foundation is our community, the affiliates, all of, all of the things that happen with all of us that do CrossFit and go into that. We all know that's why the open is so important because we all do thrusters. I want to know how fast I'm going and how fast it compares to, you know, uh, Jeff Adler. Mm-hmm. I want to know, I, I want to know how, how, how close did I get to him? Yeah. Did I get him on something? Whatever. Um, and so if you build that appropriately, it keeps, it doesn't drop enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. It builds enthusiasm all the way through because we're getting hyped more and more and more every week, every week, every week, you know, getting, seeing how we can watch the the different events and some of the things that, oh, I wonder if that's going to happen. At, I wonder if that's going to be in the games. Will something like that show up or is mm-hmm. this going to show up mm-hmm. um, and be able ah. to see that build? Even if, even if like, okay, you know how this year they actually the last two years, they've had an event where all the divisions do it. Yep. You could do the same type of thing and see how it builds Ooh. all the way through. So you get to the games yeah. and then blow it up at the games. We're at the games. That's your finale. That's cool. For the season. I like that. You know, I like that. But again, like it's hard to, it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. But you know how long it takes to put all that shit together. I don't think that's going to happen this year. <laughs> well, that's my point. And yeah, that that is what worries me because, like, are we going to fall flat on our face like we did? I mean, look at sanctionals, dude. Mm-hmm. The first year it came out, it was like bwah, bwah, that. Bwah. I mean, to be fair, that was a total shit show of I, lack of preparation, execution, and understanding. But it sounded good on the out. Like, hey, we got we're gonna support these people, and they're gonna do their events, and we're gonna get people. Except they're not. Good. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It all sounds good on right. the surface. Like, there's a lot. There are a lot of questions, and I really hope. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they won't. I'm saying that, that that they'll mess it up. I'm saying that I really hope they don't. I yeah. really hope that they just didn't move it off to someone else to to deal with. Mm-hmm. And not be like, okay, this is truly how we can grow it. There's a lot. I mean, there are a lot. We've already talked about a bunch. There are a lot of great opportunities yeah. to, to be had. And I don't mean for the even for these individual divisions. I'm talking about for the games season, for CrossFit, for the sport of CrossFit, everything. Massive. Yeah. Massive. The sanctionals were like communism. In theory, <laughs> it seems like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it was absolutely it executed terribly and once you realized how it all unfolds <laughs> it's an actual utter disaster <laughs> that's what sanctionals were just horrible but how did it but how was it read right let these organizations do it and you get to have your own yeah. flair and everyone it's gonna be, we're gonna support everyone you gets an opportunity it's we're all gonna, equal we're gonna look over the events like, no, and make not. sure that everything's good absolute disaster nope what I like it, what I would hope is that if they are beforehand, it is like this slow build crescendo to the freaking CrossFit games. And during these events, like it is supported and broadcasted and covered and watched and all these things per each event, but all the while still promoting the CrossFit games. Hey, of course. You like it coming in, uh, coming in August, Fort Worth, Texas, like on ESPN. Download I mean, this, dude, download could- the app now, but. Have you ever watched like college football or an NFL game in the pre-show? Yeah. So I saw this thing about if nobody watches college football, Iowa, Iowa's football stadium at home basically shares a view building of a children's hospital. And I think it's at halftime or after the third quarter where everyone in the stadium turns to the, to the hospital on like the top floor and they get all the kids who can out of their rooms and beds and, and they just sit down and they see a hundred thousand people looking up and waving at them. And they talk about the whole story and there's actually a kid and this is why I watch, right? And I can, I can be like, every time they show this, I cry, but like there's a kid on the team who 10 years ago was a kid 
in the hospital waving oh, down. dude. Yes. And dude. now he gets to do it, right? Wow. But those are the stories. Those are the community stories. I don't think, and I actually, I truly believe this is that I don't think anyone, I don't want to say as an absolute, but they're like, hey, show the masters because then someone who is a master's age can watch that and get inspired. I actually think you take someone who's 65 plus, who's never done a sport or worked out a day in their life. If you showed them 65 year olds doing the workout, it would scare the shit out of them. (laughs) Right? Not us. Regular people. They're like, there's no way I can do that. Because most of the people, not all, but like they're all ex-athletes and they're cool and they, they get it. I don't think it translates well if you can't translate for them well. And what I would like to see is like, yeah, on the broadcast, they can talk about that. But if you can take what happened at the games, interview them, tell their backstory. It's like, I was a hundred pounds overweight. I had type two diabetes. I had arthritis in this, but I couldn't walk. And now I've lost a hundred pounds. I'm off all of my medication. I'm doing pull-ups. I went to this CrossFit gym. I did these private trade. Like you tell that story leading into the CrossFit games itself you show that to someone who's 65 years old who's like, holy shit, I am 100 pounds overweight. I've, I've never worked out a day in my life. They never worked out a day. Like, you can't tell those stories on a broadcast. There's no time. No, totally. So I think that's where it's important. So we can see all that happen. And then those, you can be like, hey, look, they're, they're your same age. Like, oh, wow, I didn't know that was possible. And then the people think they're going to walk into a cross the room. It's like, I didn't know people could do that. I sure shit can't do that because I can barely get out of my chair. But then you watch a month later on the CrossFit Games and they have a 10-minute episode or doc, you know, little interview thing about this person's journey or an adaptive person's journey. Yeah. Like take someone like Kevin Ogar. Yeah. Dude was on his way to be a super stud CrossFit Games athlete. I have yeah. no doubt in my mind. Played rugby, played football, wrestled. Yeah. A stud. Beast. Stud. Beast. Gets paralyzed and has to basically like, relearn how to live and all the me- like you go watch ogar for the for the if you guys haven't seen it, there's a documentary on it is it ogar strong or just uh, called yeah ogar? yeah but if you can take that story and there's a thousand of them whether it's born that way or there is an accident that happened that way there's hundreds of thousands of people that are probably sitting around thinking the same thing that kevin probably did in his first six months year, two years, right, of recovery and then and just trying to like learn how to live again that can't watch somebody do that, but then you show their story, they're like, damn, that's me. Yeah. I got to find a CrossFit gym. Right. I think before, is the, if you don't have those stories already being able to tell and show their performance and what they're capable of doing, I do think it's uh, waiting a year to retell that story or whatever. Yeah, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. It shouldn't. I mean, I just think that that gives you so much time to put so many good things together. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you know, th- this is one of the this is one of the issues is does CrossFit have the bandwidth to do something like that? Do they have the media crew? I mean, they don't have what they used to have, media, you know, the media department right. to do the same type of thing. And whether they you know, contract that stuff out or however they want it. I mean, it has to be done. Mm-hmm. And I hope, I really hope that that doesn't fail because of the fact that there aren't people to do it. Yeah. Because I can tell you right now that there are uh, a ton of people in the space that we know of that can do and will do all kinds of videos. And if there are a lot of people that want to cut their teeth on something to be able to get in to contract go in and do them. that. Totally. Savan says this all the time. There's probably a hundred people that would be like, I volunteer as tribute. Let me give you some content. Just either get my name out there or just for pennies on the dollar. Name in there. That's how he got his name in there. He wrote those guys said, Hey, all the videos on your dot com thing suck. Let me do the videos for you. That sounds like Savan. Totally. (laughs) Greg's like, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Only, only a couple times. And then he said, okay. So, I mean, all in all, this is, I think this is a huge, hugely positive move with a massive amount of potential. And I think that 
this is done with an attempt to give everyone a bigger piece of the spotlight, a bigger piece of the pie, a bigger way to grow the community. Because right now we can't. You have all these amazing things happening under the under the blanket of individuals and teams at the CrossFit Games. Yeah. You can't, there's, there's just no place to shine there. Because that's what the CrossFit Games is. That's what the CrossFit Games is. That's how it started. I mean, and for people that talk about, you know, the the it taking that away from them. I mean, there were a lot of years that the Masters CrossFit game worldwide world championship competition was in the fucking parking lot. Parking lot. Like, like you want to feel like yeah, a sideshow in the parking lot? They literally they're were a sideshow in the parking lot. Man, I mean, like, so it it has come a long way. Oh, for sure, for sure. it hasn't come along. But it, it, like, it does, it deserves, if it's done right, it's, it, is, it deserves its show. It deserves mm-hmm. to have its highlight, 100%. Yeah. Um, so, I, like I said, I, I, I'm really stoked for, for, you know, the guys at Legends and their whole crew. Yep. You know, Ron Ortiz is in there with those guys. And, I mean, they, ha- they, they, they have a great group. And I'm really happy for them. I just, I really hope they get the support that they need and they, that they aren't just kind of it shoved into their arm and then they have to kind of yeah. fend for themselves. I really hope that's not the case. Right. I don't want to be it. What a lot of people are accusing CrossFit of doing is here you do it. We'll wash our hands of it. I don't think, well, well, say, it's I, not know. An I know that's not comment. what they want to do <laughs> because it's not an invalid, you know, I, I mean, get it. That, right. Track record, look, so, track record yeah. speaks for itself at the moment. Right. right. I get it. Again, half full guy, uh, air on the side of positivity and optimism totally, and potential. Right. Yeah. I don't think CrossFit needs to do too much other than just like be there, support, promote, outline, finance. Like yeah. this could be a, this, this will be amazing if done, when done correctly. If it's done right, it will be unreal. Still lots of questions to be had, which usually confuses more people. At least we know what's going to happen. We don't yeah. know when, we don't know how. That information is coming. Like It's not like they're not going to tell us. It's coming. But, th- I mean, this could be great. Yeah. It can be great. Not saying like, oh, the- it could be despite... Anyone is like, it can be. No, it can it be. It can be it great. Can be. And done right, as you said, will be great. If it's the way that we just described it, it would be fucking cool, dude. It would be fucking cool. Like, I... Like, uh, and also, I that, mean, that one-track path of, of qualification. Right now. Yeah, a one-track path of qualification. Everyone's still doing it. Totally. It's like, I, like, I still you like doing the open, even though I'm 40 and just being on the same leaderboard as everybody. Totally. I don't want to be community, on a separate leaderboard. Community, community. Yeah. One track path to get to the CrossFit Games. The individuals go here to the CrossFit Games. Masters go here to the CrossFit Games. Adaptive go here to the CrossFit Games. Teenagers go here to the cross, their CrossFit Games. It's yeah. not the CrossFit Games and these other three. It's everybody's exactly CrossFit how Games. It, which is exactly how it's been done. The time frames are different, even though it's not the same location. You're like, okay, now we have different locations. We have different people that are programming. Mm-hmm. We've had we have that at the it current at the current set or the, the previous setup. It was the right. same way. You had different people programming for the masters and the adaptive and the, the individual. Now we're just just fanning that separation out a little bit more. Yeah. And I, I really hope that that's the case. We start in the same spot. Yep. And we just fan out phew. like a pretty flower. Like, like the tree blooming. of life. Blooming. The tree of fitness. <laughs> Renata, hey guys, does HU listen to someone like you or other OGs to make good decisions? No one's asked me. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? That's the flip side too. And like, what can we do or offer to help? Right? Like, I'm always there. You're always there. Totally. Like, we want... Who doesn't want this to work? Yeah. Like, who's going to actively root against this? Not that you don't like it. I don't care about that. 
But if this is the way it's going, why would you actively not try to help make this work? So you can prove that you were right. I told this wasn't going to work. And I spent my life trying to tear it down. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. You know? Thanks for coming. And so, yeah, whatever. I, I implore this. And listen, I am fine being wrong trying to do something right. But if they lay out the whole season structure, whatever it is, why not try to help make it successful? Like what point uh, would you try to prove to, to disrupt that potential? I'm really... Uh, I can so see some scenarios it, of where you're just like, I'm going to let you fall on your face and then you can come back to me. I can well, see that. No, no, I, I'm not even thinking that. I think that... I'm saying uh, I do that with my son. I'm like, hey, listen, I told you what to do. You're not going to do it. So I'm going to let you fall down these stairs because you won't hold on the rail and then you can come back to me for advice. Well, yeah, you got yeah, <laughs> to learn, right? But yeah. I, think, I think that... I, I really kind of am in the camp of, you know, y you're not going to make an inherently wrong decision. You just have to make sure that you come up. What's on that? You got to make sure that you are all in and, and really try to make it right. And that's one of the things that I think that if you've worked in the service, mm -hmm. um, you know, I did fire or like if you've done any military stuff. And so like with Dave, Dave is all, there, there have been and we've seen it even in his CrossFit time. There have been situations that have been presented to him that seem really jacked up. Mm. It's like, this is not a good choice, but you never see him go, yeah, this whole thing was messed up. It was like, okay, here's what I'm presented with. How do we make it work? Right. And I think that, you know, as a being in the service, being a SEAL, having, having an incident that goes on where here's the situation, now make things work. I like that he's there because he has that ability. I and I, I'm hopeful that he will be able to think that way as these things are coming up with him back in the mix. You know, I, I he he is the position now where it's mm. okay, let me stand back a little further okay. and take a look at what's going on, not right here with the one, but now I have to stand back and look at all of them. So I'm gonna you know use my ability as a SEAL officer delegate the stuff to where it needs to go to to make sure that those jobs get taken care of not just to hand them off yeah but to make sure that they get done do you have uh, more faith in this system that dave is at the helm versus say someone else yes me too thanks for being there dave thanks dave <laughs> all right <laughs> end of the day element 26 thumb tip review of the potential and announcement of what's going on and then we can review like once the details come out um, is that, is that two different, two different thumbs on the announcement and then of the potential? I would say. Or all encompassing. All encompassing. And then once more details come out, then we can either like, you know, backtrack on what we talked about. If it's not correct. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're right. Um, uh, Ooh, Bill, before you answer, uh, Matt would like to know, Bill, are you going to compete at a high level again? Uh, I don't know. You know uh, what's about um, Masters? It's always there. It's always yeah, there. Yeah. True. That's now, a good point. One of, one of the things I have personally, as we, this little side jog here, I have a really hard time with, I'm now going to be in the 55 division. Oh shit. Is that next year? Yeah. The time has come. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment since we met. <laughs> To use 35-pound dumbbells? <laughs> can't do it. Oh, uh, it's going to be like right. Godzilla to, in Tokyo. To this point, to this point, I, because I think that this is one of the things about the programming for the Masters. Mm. I think that when you do that and that becomes the normal at 35 pounds, mm -hmm. you just axed out all of the big, strong athletes that still have strength. And we let it, so we made it now so that our little guys can go just like I can mm. only go so fast. Right. I need something to slow them down. Something. Right. I mean, like they'll have the little guy movements and all the gymnastics and all that. But anyway, so I don't know. There's because, an, like, there, that's a that's a whole other show. The I, evolution of programming in the masters division. Oh my gosh. I mean, I just did. I did. I did a. Uh, I got inspired by Josh Bridges today. I saw that he had. Uh, he did a hundred devil press with fifties. Oh. So I go, okay, and I'm, I'm all into my, I'm into my my bow and arrow shooting right yes, now. Yes. Yes. So I did, uh, for time, I did 12 rounds 
of nine devil press with 50s and six shots from 15 yards. Dude. So I did 108 devil press. And whatever that is, I think that's four, 18, like 72 shots. <sighs> Felt good. Yeah. Did you do that you today? Know? Huh? Did I just did it? it before. Yeah, but I did it before I coached class today. Yeah. I would like to see how your body responds like, over the weekend. <laughs> I'll let you know tomorrow. And I, I haven't done any workouts for three days. <laughs> I three days. I'm in that camp. I was like, shit, I up, haven't worked out this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what were we talking about? Um so yeah, I, I, uh, it's always there. The master's always yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, but for my 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 thumb review, uh, I am especially going over the things that we just talked about today. I'm really hopeful, mm-hmm. um, but I'm really nervous uh, because of that. I, I really hope it can go in the right way. So I'm I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go one and a half. Okay. Because I'm I like if it like I have stars in my eyes to thinking the things that we just thought about that we right, just designed yeah, yeah. out. And it's like, man, that that's amazing. I just I I think it can be done. I hope that it can be done. Same. I hope people see the same thing. Yeah. The people that need to see that, I hope see the same thing. Yeah. What about yeah. you? Uh same camp. I'm trying not to do two cuz I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, cuz like I know nothing. <laughs> yeah. Just like anybody else, so like saying two thumbs up would just be blind ignorance at the same time, which, you know, sometimes I am like a golden <laughs> retriever. That's what my wife calls me. She's like, you're a golden retriever just running around just happy and just like, <laughs> it's not a bad I'll worry thing. about that when it happens. And when it happens, I probably won't worry about it that much anyways, but right. Uh, I'll split the difference between way too optimistic and yourself. And one and a half is a great endorsement. I'll split nice. the difference because I'll still pie in the sky daydream a bit more, but also leave room of <laughs> potential pitfalls and track record. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see, but I am fully optimistic. I trust the people in charge, as you said, with Dave being back at the helm and overseeing this entire thing, having these three entities, I believe should have, and will have massive input on what you think would be best for that, and why not? They've been doing it themselves for well over a decade. Pit team, yeah. maybe not as long, but still on their own. And so, uh, yeah, I can't wait for more details. And if it's great, I can't wait to say how great it is. Because there's nothing I love more than talking positive about CrossFit, the CrossFit Games, and I always talk positive about the community for the most part. But uh, all right, that's us. 1.5 for Bill, 1.75 for me. All in all, Looking forward to what's to come. I'm excited. And, you know, Matt, thanks for not asking me if I wanted to compete at a high level again. So, <laughs> cool. Yeah, but you still got 50, 50 pound dumbbells. So, it's <sighs> yeah, I'll kick the tires. <laughs> they, hey, if they open up the 40 division to 30, I'll kick those tires again. Dude, I remember when Dave told me that they were going to add a 40 year old division, <laughs> and I was pissed. I know. I was pissed. Oh. I was like, and he told me he was all drunk when he told me to. Oh, He's like, it. Bill, we're gonna do. I got to tell you something. We're gonna we're gonna put a new division in. And I'm like, oh really? And he's like, forty to forty five. And I go, that's fucking dumb. That's fucking dumb. Of course, I was. I think I was forty two. I was forty two <laughs> or forty three at the time. <laughs> uh when are you gonna do Cal Suchis? Ah, damn it! Why are you asking him the fun questions and me the shitty ones? <laughs> Man. Um, all right, that'll do it for us today. It'll do it for us the weekend. If you need more CrossFit content, Savan and the Savan podcast and their whole team, I think Pedro's going to be in person. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Taylor he's Swift, Tyler, John, Brian Friend is out there broadcasting a the whole thing. JR's running the event from top to bottom. Savan is back at home making every, you know, with his little Mr. Marionette in the background. Totally. Uh, but go to the Savant Podcast. They're broadcasting in the in their way of the Crash Crucible, the retour, which is basically a retool of all past games slash regional events, which we'll probably analyze next week when yeah, it's over. Maybe we can get JR on and talk well, we, shop with him. We should him. totally do that. Actually, we're 100% going to get JR on. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get JR on the show. But go to the Savant Podcast. Go watch the uh, footage. 
Brian Friend is working his ass off. Dude. He, <laughs> I like, wanted to text him. I was today. like, dude, you slow, slow down. down. Buddy. You, you got three <laughs> days, brother. You got three days. Yes. Yes. I'm like, slow down. Like you're, you're doing play by play and call at the same time. And you're very excited and it's good. Cause like an animated Brian, you know, he won't lull you to sleep cause he just has that, that tone usually. Yeah. So someone must've told him like to be a bit more fiery, but I'm like, bro, you gotta, you're doing like 12 hour days by yourself. That is, that Dude, is hard to manage. <laughs> wow. Man. But it's all great wow. information. I, I love his energy. Obviously what Brian brings to the table when it comes to knowledge in the CrossFit space and all the stats, statistics and everything else about it is uh, second to none. So yeah, go watch them, go to the Savant podcast, support the stream that they're doing. And uh, obviously we'll, I'll be watching for sure. Yeah. At the same totally. way. All right. You guys have a great weekend. Looking forward to what's coming out of the CrossFit games. Who knows when, but I hope it's good.